The San Francisco 49ers are doing something we've been wanting to see for a very, very long time. Something they're doing, starting to do consistently. They're trending up. Breezy this, breezy that. They know I'm gold blooded. I got the Niners on my back, you know. And yeah. Breezy this, breezy that. Ain't nobody working like breezy, and that's a fact. Overmotivated is an understatement. Gold blooded to the core, got your squad hating. Breezy make it look easy. Breezy on everything like 05067 Wheezy. This is not a game. Yeah, we faithful in every way. And even though we on the East Coast, very loyal to the Bay. Heavy red and gold every day. And if you really a Niner fan, I know you can relate. Applying pressure with this content like smaller bear. We not accepting no slander by trace, so beware. I stay in exclusively nine of hats. And I always tell the truth, this exclusively nine of facts. Breezy this, breezy that. They know I'm gold blooded, I got the Niners on my back, you know. Yeah. Breezy this, breezy this, breezy that. What's going on, faithful? We back for another episode of the Wayne Breezy Show. Oh my gosh, I meant to tell everybody that the episode is now for you guys to listen to, and I'll get to that when we get to the formalities, but let me go ahead and create that banner. But I hope you guys are doing good. I hope you guys slept well. Welcome back. Uh, Good morning to everybody. Still should be morning somewhere. For those that it's afternoon, good afternoon. And if you're watching and it's evening because you're that far into the future, Good evening, bonsoir. Shout out to everybody that's in the chat. Round of applause to you guys. All right. Man, it feels good to be back, man. It feels good to be back. Uh, My spirits are good. Uh, A lot of prayers are going out uh, to a lot of people out there. You know who you are. Definitely keeping you in my prayers. But thank you guys for keeping me in your prayers. I appreciate you guys. We're going to get into 49er football right after we get through the formalities of the show. Uh, This show, we're going to be talking about the 49ers trending up, uh, how they're moving on up just about everywhere and everything. Also, I'm going to be doing some giveaways. So we're going to do random giveaways today. I'm going to do two random giveaways. I'm going to start the show with one giveaway to my super followers on Twitter. I'll explain to you how you guys can become or enter that particular type of contest. You know, I like to give stuff away because you guys are the community and without you, I would be, I wouldn't be here. All right. So definitely going to be doing that. Uh, and we're going to go over the latest in 49ers news and things like that. Not too much going on, which is a good thing. We're on a bye week. So uh, let's enjoy now for those that are watching right now. If you're on YouTube, thank you. If you're on a different stream, thank you. But if you're on YouTube, there's a poll going on right now. And the question is simple. All right. When I look at this question, I'm like, which player do the 49ers need back the most coming out of the bye week? So coming out of this bye week, which player do they need the most? All right. There's four players inside that. Get your vote on. We'll talk about it toward the end of the show. And again, if you guys have questions, make sure you put your stuff in the form of a question. I will star it and we'll get to it 
at the end of the show. All right. We'll end the show on some QA. All right. I see everybody out there. Kenny, Fernando, Robert, Coach Cruz is in the building. Ah, I finally got some sleep, bro. <laughs> Kyron's in the building. My girl Christy's in the building. Team Cali GSU for life is here for Shizzo. Uh man, shout out to everybody. All right. So let's go ahead and get through the formalities of the show. Got a comment in the comment section said, Hey Breezy, love you guys, but y'all talk too dang much. I just want you to talk 49ers football. My bad, homie. We will get to it. I got to pay the bills, though, first. Make sure you guys look. We got the handle. The handle is back. All right. So I couldn't get the at Wayne Breezy handle. Don't worry. Hopefully it'll be free within the next 14 or 15 days. I'm not sure how it works, but you can go to YouTube and type in at the Wayne Breezy and the channel will pop up. So a lot of you said you were struggling trying to find the channel. There it is. All right. Well, if you're on the show, make sure you hit that thumbs up button. Like, don't forget to comment. I do respond back to the comment sections. I actually read them. All right. And don't forget to subscribe. All right. Do not forget to subscribe. We're only about 30, 40 away from the 1K mark. All right. We're almost there, man. We're so close. Twitch.tv backslash the Wayne Breezy. This is a new Twitch channel, guys. Shout out to everybody there. You can follow. Please go ahead. If you're on Twitch, just give it a follow. But if you want that exclusivity, make sure you go ahead and hit the subscribe button because that will eliminate all the commercials. You can subscribe for free with your Amazon Prime account, all right? You can subscribe for free with your Amazon Prime account. Join the Patreon, patreon.com backslash Wayne Breezy. There's going to be uh, exclusive content there for the Patreon members, so make sure you go ahead and check that out. We're also, I'm on Facebook. Go to Wayne Breezy. Please follow me on Facebook. I'm trying to get that to 1K. I just like the number 1K. It's 1,000, but I just like the way it looked when it says 1K. All right, Twitter, follow or super follow. Well, you can do both. Obviously, following is free, but you you can you can super follow for a small fee. And what I like to do with the super follows on there, I'm starting to understand the uh, the the concept a little bit more on how I can interact with you guys. So now that I know that I can interact with you guys a little bit more, we're gonna be doing some private stuff for the super followers. But today we're gonna do our super follower giveaway because it's the beginning of the month. Yesterday was the first. It slipped my mind to do it on the show. We'll do it today after we finish the formalities. Instagram, I got the Wayne Breezy Two Channel back. So if you if you did uh, the contest where I'm doing the 1K giveaway for the mini helmet for the Talanoa Hufanga signed mini helmet, still follow the Wayne Breezy, but also make sure you guys are following Wayne Breezy too. That's where I'll be posting the majority of the content that the Wayne Breezy will be my backup uh, account. All right. Just in case something happens again. All right. Website, www.twben.com. I'm trying to find time to update it uh, and I will get it done. All right. I definitely will get it done. I'll be uploading some of the uh, 49ers rush road trip stuff, uh, the, the signing of the autographs, videos, things like that. So you can see and you can find out where you can meet me. We can meet and greet. All right. On the Internet. So make sure you go ahead and do that. And you can sign up there as well uh, for interaction. And then there's the email. Uh, Wayne Breezy at TWB. Uh, ben.com shout out to everybody that's been emailing me with their questions for uh we're doing the patreon um meeting where we get together with the patreon members that'll be on this sunday uh but shout out to mike and and everybody that's sending me questions mike marcus those those guys out there and then for the latest in 49ers news go to www.49erswebzone.com they are pumping up articles left and right like the associated press i can't help but say this uh 
And then our, our, our sponsors, go to www.residency.com. Use that promo code SFBreezy. They got an exclusive new hat up there. It's called the Bay Trucker. It's the all-white joint. It's the trucker. I like the mesh back. I don't have one yet. It should be on its way. Um, I'm rocking the Alameda. But make sure you go ahead and check that out. It's the all-white joint. Kyle Shanahan was wearing it at one of the pressers. You definitely want to cop that before those are sold out. Use that promo code SFBreezy. Save on your purchase. I'll make sure in the uh, comments. Uh, section uh, on, on YouTube. I'll put that in there as well for you guys. All right. Let's get this show started. Let's get it started. <laughs> Let's get it started with our uh, super follower giveaway. All right. I got to take care of them. Look, I got to spin the wheel. We got about eight people on as a super followers. One, I think, is a bot. Um, it's actually the super follower account. Shout out to the super follower account that is following, but you don't get a chance to win. So you can see the names up here. And I wanted to do this this way because I wanted you guys to see it uh, uh, in a living color. That way, because some people be thinking I'm cheating. Now, I'm going to spin the wheel. And what they're going to win, you're going to win this custom Debo Samuel pen. Remember when he scored that touchdown? I'll try to highlight, get it up there. All right, this is from my man. All right, uh, if you want to know where you can get these pins, you can go to 49ersforsale.com. Shout out to my brother Tommy, he makes sure I stay with these exclusive pins. I'm going to be giving this away to the winner from uh, whoever's the super follower. All right, here we go. We're going to spin the wheel. Let's get it popping. Spin the wheel. I'm on my way. All right, we got that wheel spent. And it's going to Crystal PGP. It always seems to like land on her, but she says she never wins anything, even though she always wins on this show. Shout out to Peachy. All right. So, Peachy, you are the winner. I will make sure I go ahead and get this to you. And uh, we'll be doing it again uh, next month. Same time, same place, same way. Congratulations to Peachy on your custom Debo Samuel. After I scored the touchdown, I'm going to lay in the end zone. Pin. Shout out to my man Tommy from 49ers4Cell.com. I'll make sure I put his information inside the description of the show. And then you guys can go ahead and order your pins if need be. All right. If, if, if need be. All right. So let's go ahead and get this show started. Um. What was I doing? I was doing something funny. Got about 15 screens up here. Get out of that screen. There we go. I'm like, yo, I usually like to watch myself, but I made a mistake and hit pause. So let's go ahead and get that caught up. I can see the poll going. All right. The poll's looking good. Looking good. Looking good. Keep make sure you get your votes in, guys. Poll's been going for about 10 minutes. Right now, Eric Arnstead is in the lead. They're saying that he's the piece that we you want back. After Dubai, right now he's in the lead. If you guys don't see that, make sure you go ahead and check it out. It's right there in the comment section. If you're not watching on YouTube, go ahead and join the YouTube channel. All right, you could just go to YouTube, type in at, uh, type in the Wayne Breezy, and uh, everything should pop up. Let me know if that even works. I'm not even sure if it works. All right, my man Coach Cruz says he's gonna drop some pins this week. Uh, uh, he drops some pins, fire pins weekly. He does. I tried to make sure I got all the um the Halloween joints. Like that, he was doing the custom joints for Halloween. Them joints was fire. He was actually out in LA this week. <laughs> Steve says it's rigged. <laughs> hey man, look, the more followers, the more super followers we get, okay, the more less chances, you know, the more you, you know how it works. It ain't my I don't I just spin the wheel. 
I clicked it. Y'all watched it. I wasn't cheating, anything like that. All right. So uh, I will be doing a couple of other giveaways throughout the stream. Uh, I'm going to give away a flag. I'm going to give away a football card. All right. And we'll talk about that. Let's get to some of the latest in 49ers news. The 49ers, we'll talk about this for a second, has some roster moves. No new news on the injury report, but the 49ers traded running back Jeff Wilson Jr. All right. Uh, we did a show yesterday. Uh, the majority of y'all said, nah, we're not trading anybody. And I was trying to just be, uh, you know, I was trying. I, I didn't want to enforce what I was feeling on you guys, but I I, I, I knew he was going to be the guy that was going to be gone. Kyle Shanahan showcased why that Sunday everybody was happy with the production from CMC. And Kyle Shanahan showcased that. And boom, uh, Jeff Wilson Jr. was traded. I know I wish him nothing but success over there in Miami. The good news is uh, he's going to a team where he can actually really showcase his ability to be uh, a lead down running back. I don't think they have a leading running back over there. And he's going to be back with his bro, Raheem Mostert. This is a good, good, it's a win-win for both situations. 49ers get a fifth round draft pick. So they get a fifth round draft pick back. Another fifth round draft pick for the 2023 draft. Um, and, and, you know, that's their money round when it comes to that and no one's talking about the fact that they actually flipped an undrafted guy and got a fifth round pick you know what i'm saying uh no one's talking about that uh martin has a question yo breezy can you see if I, you are a super follower bro your name was right there on the wheel uh if you go back and watch it you you put your whole name in there so i, I put it the way i saw it but your name was on the wheel uh bubbly says we could have gotten a fourth i don't know i think they got what they could get you, you flipped a guy who didn't have much playing time. Uh, he did have some upside. He had a nice little ceiling, but he also battled with injuries. He was also undrafted. There was just so many things. So I think a fifth was as much as you were going to get, and they and they absolutely got that. There are some things going around with the, with the Dolphins did with the 49ers picks, and, you know, 49ers got Trey Lance, but the Dolphins and Saints got, you know, uh, what, Jalen Waddle. Then they just got – they also traded for – used one of the 49ers' first-round picks, and they traded for uh, – uh, what is his name? Bradley Chubb right they got him as well and then um what was the last the last one can't remember it was three it was three guys so that little graphic is going around the 49ers got Trey Lance and they're trying to say that the Dolphins won and I'm just like Trey Lance hasn't even played yet you know what I mean and I'm just like whatever uh Trey Thurl says how can you become a super follower it's simple if you go on Twitter and it's for Twitter only uh you go on Twitter and you 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 know you'll see my uh, you should see my profile, Wayne Breezy. It should say super follower right next to it. You just click on it and follow the steps, bro. Super simple. Uh, Hill, who did I miss? Tyreek Hill. Thank you. How could I miss Tyreek Hill? Forgot about Hill. My bad, Hill. I like Hill. Hill is a cool, cool, well, good football player. I, I, I'll leave it at that. But um, DeMarcus says a fifth round pick is like a first rounder for us. I, I, I agree. I agree. This is, I feel like this is the Adam Peters rounds. Adam Peters is kind of like what really draws in on that talent. That's why I think I want to see Samuel Womack play so much. Who can tell me off the top of their head without me trying to look it up? Like, when when did Dre Greenlaw – Dre Greenlaw was a fifth-round pick. When did he really start hitting home? Was it year one? Was it year two? When did he see a lot of, of, of starting time? Just asking because I want to know if the 49ers chose to find a way to let him develop. You get what I'm going with this? That That's why I'm asking the question. So if somebody can get that information, put it in the chat. I'll go ahead and post it up, okay? 
I'll go ahead and post it up. Uh, Raphael says, I don't understand how people can think the 49ers were going to get more of a higher draft pick for JWA. Yet, not not only, well, well, if he was undrafted, Raphael, and he became a starting running back for the 49ers and he rushed for over a thousand yards, then yes. Right? Right. That that then I think people would start to be like, oh, you could try to get a, get a third round pick for him, get a, try to push for a second. This dude's a thousand yard rusher and he went undrafted. And even if he is systematic to the system, like he fits the system and he rushed, like that would, that would like, you know, that would push his value up, but he didn't. And on top of that, he also was battling with injuries and then he was undrafted. And I think because of that, you know, you got, you, you kind of got to take what you can get. I say a fifth round. They were probably trying to go lower. I think we probably got that fifth round pick. You know, we we probably asked for that fifth round pick. Um, my man, the Rocky Mountain Razorback says he was playing a lot year one. Okay, now was he playing because we needed him to play there, or was he playing because he technically like earned it? That, that's another question. I know I'd be having all these uh. Uh, what you call it? I thought Dre Greenlaw was a fifth round pick. Was he a fourth round pick? If he was a fourth round pick, my bad, my bad. Then if he's a four, if he's a fourth round pick, I could let it go, Demarcus. I thought he was a fifth round pick. I thought we got Dre Greenlaw in the fifth because I was like, that's another pick we just hit home on once he started producing in the NFL. But I could be bad. I mean, I could be wrong. <laughs> I could be wrong. All right. Um. So look, and I, I'm asking that because uh. Dre Greenlaw might have been a need where the 49ers actually needed him to play a lot his first year. I don't remember him being good his first year, but if they needed him to play there, he did. And then I think his second year, like my man Kenny is saying, I think his second year when he started to blossom and then you started to say, oh, Dre Greenlaw took off. I agree with you. I agree with you 1,000%. I definitely do. Uh, I'm just checking my text messages because uh, I got my man Tony that I'm going to invite to the show. So let me go ahead and get him acclimated. Let's see if I can send him a, a quick uh, email. I may not be able to do it because I forgot that my email was compromised. So I got to send it from a different place. So just bear with me. And I want to get him on here and get his thoughts on this as well. Uh, let's see. All right. So that's set up and ready for him to go once he sends me that, but yeah, like, so look, I want to see Womack play. Maybe the second half of the year coming out of the bye week is when he he'll, he'll get his start. You know what I mean? Uh, Greenlaw was a fifth and this is part of us trending up. Right. And this is, this is part of us is what I'm thinking. Marcus, you guys saying he was a fifth round pick. I, that's what I thought. 2019 fifth round, uh, things like that. Yep. I agree. I agree with it. Agree with you guys 100%. I agree with you guys 100%. All right, so let's keep on talking about this. All right, so we also released wide receiver Malik Turner and then we released defensive tackle Akeem Spence. I got to pull up I got to pull up their stats. So just bear with me. I want to see how they fared with the 49ers this year. I know Akeem Spence just didn't look right. I don't know if he was fitting or whatever. So, uh his 2022 season, he had three solo tackles and only two assists. Um, let's say he had two stops in the backfield. He had about 55, uh, let's say 55. It says 55 run snaps, 53 
pass rush snaps. So that's what 108 snaps total he's played so far for the 49ers. They released him. I do expect the 49ers have like three roster spots. I do expect them to like probably try to get these guys back somewhat on their practice uh, squad. I'm not sure the current number of the veterans on the practice squad as of right now. Not sure what they are. You know what I mean? So we'll we'll figure that out. Uh, Malik Turner didn't do uh, much for the 49ers. As you can see, um, he's not a guy they even bring up uh, when it comes to the 49ers. Uh, when they'd have to bring up wide receivers, I thought he would find his way. I thought he would help in special teams in the return game. And they don't even have him with any stats, uh, you know, as far as what he's contributed to the 49ers um, this season. He hasn't done anything during the regular season. Felt like I saw him out in the game when they called him up. But, hey, they, he has zero. He has zero grades like zero stats so it was an easy release and then they uh they re-signed or signed excuse me uh willie sneed the fourth back to the practice squad so that's a guy that they they tend to want to keep around i'm, wa- I'm wondering why um because i i, I want to see i want to see the emergence of a danny gray and uh was it tay martin the guy that got the call last week so we're gonna like we're gonna figure it out depending on how healthy, you know, these guys are coming back. I'm trying to think of who we're going to be getting back. We'll, we'll talk about this later on. We've got a whole in the week where we, we're kind of like off, but I'm, I'm trying to figure out like who we're getting back from like the wide receiving room because no one's on the IR. So Debo Samuel, Jawan Jennings, those guys will be back. They're already on the active roster. But it seems like the 49ers have three active roster, like three roster spots. Or, or they have some spots that they can fill. Elijah Mitchell is going to be coming back. We know that for sure. Uh, speaking of Elijah Mitchell, how cool was this? Um, let's go ahead and get this going on. So Elijah Mitchell uh, from Matt Mayoko, uh, Elijah Mitchell says this, and I quote, I'll be around here getting better, taking care of my body, getting ready for Sunday night. Uh, he said he expects to be activated and ready for the November 13th game against the Chargers. So, ladies and gentlemen, it's sounding like Elijah Mitchell is going to be back. Uh, let me ask you guys this question. Um, Elijah Mitchell's coming back. He was running back one. Okay. He was running back one. Thank you, Raphael. And then we trade for CMC, who clearly is the running back one. Who's running back one, guys, when Elijah Mitchell returns? Is it CMC? Is it Elijah Mitchell? And let me just remind you, and that let me let me pull up Elijah Mitchell's stats just for this year. I want y'all to see how dynamic this kid is. Because you guys are gonna be like, he didn't play. Oh, he did play. I was corrected on that. I forgot that he started this season. Okay. I totally forgot that he started this season. Uh look, I'm gonna need, I'm gonna need uh PFF to get some help and fix their website because there shouldn't be two Elijah Mitchells. And if there is, when I click on the one, make sure it's the, it's the one that's the 49ers. Right. Right. Cause you got the one, whatever. Anyway, he had six carries for 41 yards in in the first week against the bears before he was injured. You know what I'm saying? Like six carries, 41 yards. He was on his way to a hundred yard rushing game. And I would say this, Okay, and this is what I wanted to see, and I'm going to be pulling them up. So I think this is the first one. Akeem Wright says CMC, Brett Brooks, CMC, Kenny, CMC, Eddie G, CMC, Raphael, CMC, RB1, RB2, 
Uh, Montaya says, uh, I would start Mitchell and then hit them with the haymaker. Ooh. Ooh. Ooh flip to the flip because they're going to be looking for CMC. The Chargers are going to be looking for CMC. So start them, hit them with the, hit them with the pound to the outside and then come in and flip it. I like, what's that mean? I like the way you think and play boy. I like the way you think of CMC, uh, CJ, CJ Graces. I'm going to, I'm going, I'm going, so I'm going to be commenting on old stuff. <laughs> Lake City, CMC, but it would be a heavy dose of both of them. I sure hope so. I sure hope so, bro. I sure hope you're right. Uh, E.M. Martin Stewart is going with the guy that was running the team, the thousand yard rusher for the 49ers. This, this is a hard question, right? To answer, right? Uh, hard, tough question. Mulberry Group host says, I can't complain. Mitchell CMC, that's a great problem to have. You ain't never lied. You ain't never lied. CJ Gray, 15 runs. For, oh, he broke it down. 15 runs for CMC, 10 for Mitchell. I'm hoping it's a little bit even, more even, more balanced. Excuse me. Marcus says, I don't think we see much from Mitchell. Hmm. That's a good point because he's coming back off of an injury. Okay. He's coming back off of an injury. And you might be right. Ease him back in, but don't overuse CMC. Now you want to utilize him to his potential, full capability. You want to utilize him, whether it's in the run game, whether it's in the passing game, whether it's in the throwing game. You want to utilize him, but you don't want to overwork him. And you know, a lot of people says Kyle Shanahan, what were you thinking? It was four minutes left, and I get it. You don't want to risk the injury to CMC. This is going to be your prize. You know, your prize that you take out of the box. Uh, I think Peachy said it on uh, Nitty uh, Nitty Gritty Niners on Monday night. He's like that NOS, you know, that you have in the car and you just you, you flip it. And I said, yeah, right. You But you got to flip it at the right time. You got to push that button at the right time. So you don't want to overuse CMC. Uh, you don't want to overuse any of them, actually. Um, but definitely you get this CJ Gray. I'm with this. You get this. This is what, this is what makes CMC great. And it's his ability to be the check down. I think CMC is probably the best check down we've had since Frank Gore. Frank Gore is a real good check down running back too. No one gives him his props for his pass catching ability, but Frank Gore was nice. If you threw him the ball and then he made people miss too. And it didn't look like Frank Gore can make people miss. All right. So it depends on the situation. DeMarcus gave us one Mitchell on first and second CMC. So you're saying make CMC the third down back. This is exactly what Mike Andrews from nothing but Niners was saying. This is exactly what he was saying. Hmm. All right. Let me send him this. Uh, just bear with me, guys. We're going to be doing a giveaway at the 30 minute mark. All right. So we're going to be doing a giveaway at the 30 minute mark. So get your phones ready. We uh, get ready to type in. We're going to do random number giveaways. All right. You know how we do over here. All right. Let me just go ahead and get this email together and send it to my brother, Tony. All right, there it is. Pop it right up. Boom, sent. All right, so Tony will be joining us very shortly. And I'm dying to know what he thinks on this situation. Look, for me, like you, uh, someone said it in the chat, it's a great problem to have um, because Elijah Mitchell is, is a great running back. For the 40, especially for the 49ers, man. He fits us so well. Um, and he did so well his rookie year. Dude, even with injury, he was he, you know, he was good. You know what I'm saying? Even with injury. 
Uh, I see you guys breaking stuff down. Uh, Bubbly saying put Mason in. I don't think we see Mason this year uh, featured as a running back at all. I really don't. I think he'll get a he'll get a carrier too. Now all of that can change. You know, all of it can change. Okay, all of it can change. Um, all of it can change. Uh, TJ has six breezy. Check this out. The Washington Commanders owner is looking into selling his team. Oh wow, wow, wow! I wish he would have sold us the Ron Payne, that punk mother sucker. You know what I'm saying? That's what he should have sold us. Don't sell us the team. Just give us pain. Give us pain. Ladies and gentlemen, I got my brother. He is here. Tony, what's going on, baby? What's up, boy? What's going on? I don't know, but you sound clear as day, bro. Everything's <laughs> good over here, man. Everything's good over here. Listen, we're talking about Elijah Mitchell. He's talking about his return. He's ready to come back. He says he's going to be ready to go Sunday night, November 13th. No holes barred. And then we're talking about CMC. And we're trying to figure out, like, who's going to be running back one? Who's going to be running back two? Who's going to get the bulk of the carries? What are your thoughts on this whole CMC, EM? Sounds like a bunch of uh, chemistry terminology going on with the 49ers. Yeah, and I think that kind of explains why the 49ers made the decision to move on from Jeff Wilson. Um, you, you read in the, on like Twitter that there's reports saying that, you know, once the trade was done for um, CMC, um, Wilson kind of roundaboutly said, you know, I want to still be involved or else I want to play elsewhere. And, and and he didn't demand to be traded, but he kind of spoke his feelings, which, you know, you can't be mad at him. Um, so the Niners did the right thing with, the, you know, what they always do with their players. They put their players in positions to have success. So they sent it to Miami, you know, scheme familiarity and like stuff like that. So now that tell that opens the door for Mitchell and TDP and Mason. And, you know, I, I think, McCaffrey is going to be the bulk is going to be the legit number one back, but I think it's seriously going to come down to a one, two punch and it's going to be Mitchell. It's going to be TDP. It's going to, you might see Mason get involved now, depending on what's going on with use check and stuff like that. You know, they showed it once with TDP to actually line up as a fullback and, you know, you might see it again. So it's going to be interesting. I wish there wasn't a bye week this week, to be honest with you. <laughs> I know, because it seemed like, uh, like George Kittle said, he was like, dang, yo, like, we just, we figured it out. Like, you know, it's like, we got it. Like, we got it. And now let's keep it going. And then they got to take a pause. And then we're hoping it's so, and I, the reason why I don't want, I'm I'm upset about the bye, even though I know we needed it. I wish it could have came like maybe week 12. And the reason why I'm upset is because, you know, they may start slow again. You know what I'm saying? And I felt like they had figured it out. They were doing good. And now we have to be prepared as a fan base, as content creators, as analysts. We got to be prepared for another slow start. But it's not about how you start. It's always about how you finish. And of so hopefully the 49ers, they, what they did against the Rams, they started slow but finished strong. Hopefully they'll be able to do the same thing against the Los Angeles Chargers. And we'll break that stuff down next week. We'll talk about that, that game. Right now, we're going to enjoy this bye and do some content outside of, you know, them actually playing a team. We're going to big them up. So, Tony, that's what's going on with EM. Here's a good big up, though, because this is great news to know. Christian McCaffrey uh, was voted NFC Offensive Player of the Week. And here's just a quick reminder. You know, I didn't nothing's totaled up, but if you want to total it up, it's 183 all-purpose yards, period, point blank, with three TDs. But here it is broken down. Tony, 
Christian McCaffrey. Uh, what are your thoughts just on CMC? I thought this was – I've been wanting this kid with Kyle Shanahan for years. I just remember during his first contract situation, I was hoping the 49ers could have made it. And then we're not paying a running back. I get it. I understand that. I totally understand that. But, man, he's different. Different is what I like to say. What are your thoughts on CMC so far? And congratulations to Christian McCaffrey. Yeah, absolutely. It's well-deserved. And I'm really not shocked that he, you know, got the award. But, um, listen, he's the last guy since LaDainian Tomlinson. And I said that on our post-game or overreaction show. That uh, hit the triple crown, rushing, passing, and receiving. So, um, you know, for what we gave up to get him, and how the 49ers are going to use him, it, it's it's a home run. And the minute we, we when we were live, and I said it, I, I was like, no, 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 because I was worried about the financial end of it. But they could there. There's ways, you know. The truth came out. The details came out about what was only guaranteed. It was only a million dollars. I take it all day for Kamar, uh, Kamari, McCaffrey. Um, so it, it's good to have him, and you're really going to see this offense take it to the next step. And um, like they said, it's not a one year rental. He's going to be here. He's going to be a nice piece for Trey in the future. Um, but right now, Jimmy's here, and he's helping Jimmy, and he's helping his offense take off. And you you see it in the games, like like how Kyle just by motioning him out opened up the whole middle of the field for for Jimmy to make a throw. Um, it, it's a nice chess piece. And if you ask me to draw up somebody currently in the NFL, that would be the best running back fit for the San Francisco 49ers and Kyle Shanahan. It's him by far. All right. Now, because, just going back, going back to this game that you just watched, what do you feel like was his greatest attribute to the 49ers? Like what, what was it that he did that said, yes, just give me one thing. It's it's not what he did. It's what he brings. It's the it's the threat, right? Right. He like back to the days of Mostert. Mostert's a lot faster than McCaffrey. There's no doubt about it. But the vision is like he sees things and he makes cuts and his ability to project what the defender's doing and and make a move to make him look stupid. Like it's amazing. And like I just said, just by motioning him. Right, you motion him to the left, you see the whole defense shift, and something opens in the middle, and that's where Jimmy's strength is. And it's not only that, <clears throat> Kyle can now dial up more deeper routes. And you know, if he don't feel comfortable throwing it, Jimmy, he has the best check down back in the NFL. You can throw a five yard pass, and he could turn it into a 10 yard game because that's my thing. I know you said it's not about what he did, it's about what he brings. <laughs> But I haven't seen what he what he did in a long time, and it was just a checkdown. So if you go back and watch this game, like, and I know you have, you're watching Jimmy go progression one, nope, progression two, progression three, back to <laughs> the checkdown. Like, and and it's not just I'm throwing it to the check checkdown. All right, let's go to the to the touchdown throw to Christian McCaffrey. He literally went through. Three progressions, rolled outside of the pocket. What's going on, fam? Rolled outside of the pocket. That's my nephew right there. Outside of the pocket and then just threw it. It wasn't a play. What's up, nephew? And that, for me, made me feel like, okay, one, this guy just made Jimmy Garoppolo, I don't know, play better, feel better, 
perform better. I don't know. Maybe Jimmy's just comfortable. Maybe that's why Jimmy kind of struggles so much because he's uncomfortable. It was like the same injection when we got Emmanuel Sanders. The moment we got Emmanuel Sanders, bro, Jimmy was throwing the ball to spots. Tell me I'm wrong. That's no, you're 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 100 right. But I, I mean, I think he's more. He means more to this team than Emmanuel Sanders did, right? I, I agree. Because he gives you that threat as a ball carrier. He gives you the threat as a, a receiver coming out of the backfield. He gives you a threat as just motioning out into the slot. And the defenses just have to watch this guy. And it's no disrespect to Moster. It's no disrespect to um, Jeff Wilson Jr. But teams didn't fear those guys Thank as you. a receiver. Thank you, you have to – like, I honestly think Kyle's going to convert this kid into, like, a true – slot receiver in the future. Not now, but I think once they gain the confidence in the youth with Mitchell, TDP, Mason, where they got those type of ball carriers, mm-hmm. I think that'll lessen the burden on him as a runner and be more of a motion guide, chess piece, and receiver out of the backfield or out of the slot. I think that's what they're looking at and why they paid what they paid to get this kid into San Francisco. And one thing that none of us are mentioning is this. I know what, what is CMC? He's young, right? Like, like he is 26. He's 26. So he's young, right? Um, he's a little bit younger. He, I think he's younger than Debo Samuel by a little bit, right? This is what I no one's mentioning this. The reason why I brought up Emmanuel Sanders is because he knew how to be a veteran and, and he was a veteran in the NFL. So he then went through just about anything you can go through as from a wide receiver perspective. He's seen at just about everything. And on top of that, he had the veteran card. You just brought in Christian McCaffrey, who's still young, but he has the veteran card. He's been in the league for a little while. How much will he enable Elijah Mitchell? See, no one's talking about that because I still think Elijah Mitchell is that guy. I think they found him a gym, and he's that guy, right, from the Raging Cajuns. I forgot the name of his school, but I know it's something like that, right? He's that guy. Louisiana State. Louisiana Lafayette, I think it is. Louisiana Lafayette. He's that guy, bro. And now you're bringing in Christian McCaffrey. So I'm not saying that Elijah Mitchell has to sit there and learn from him, but he's going to learn from him just by – McCaffrey going out there just doing and if they could build that bond the running back room will be strong for years to come bro this is this was a power move by John Lynch and Kyle Shanahan to sustain the future running back game of the San Francisco 49ers what are your thoughts on that yeah it's 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 not it, it listen I understand what you're saying with the running game it's more than the running game. It's the offense. Because just by McCaffrey being there, it opens things up for Ayuk. And Debo wasn't even on the field last week. Oh, my gosh. So you're not even talking about that. Debo, my guy right here. Debo. Oh, my Debo. gosh. Oh, where did you get that? Send me a link. Listen, I got it. Oh. You mentioned Debo, and I got to throw this in there because this is what I noticed watching film, right? And I know you watched it because I know when you watch film, we hit each other up. Debo, Jalen Ramsey, I, I have him as a – Top five cornerback in the league. He might yeah. be declining, but I don't care. He's still top five. In my opinion, top five, he's a threat, especially when he's covering you downfield. They lined him up in the slot so much in this game because Christian McCaffrey. Can you imagine what McCaffrey or Debo or Brandon 
or even Jawan Jennings would have did in this game had they played. There's only one Jalen Ramsey. Kendrick bit on a freaking like stick route so bad. Ross Dwelly was wide open down the field, right? Can you imagine what Debo comes back? What it's going to do to offense? And the reason why I'm, I'm mentioning this, Tony, is because not every team has a Jalen Ramsey. So that's where I'm going with this. What are you about to say? All right. I, I'm glad you put you you just brought that play up. All right. Because I, I, everyone should go back and watch that play. And I know we're not turning this into the debate of Kyle Shanahan if he's a good play caller or not. But if you seriously watch what Kyle did to that defense and that alignment, all right, he put Sneed on the right side of the formation in the slot. He put Dwelly on the left side of the formation on the line of scrimmage as a wide receiver, flexed. Then he motioned. Um, I, I don't know if he motioned him. I, I'm ninety. I'm eighty percent sure he motioned McCaffrey to the left. Mm. All right, so. If you look at that cre- that structure of that play, he has a speedy receiver running an underneath crosser. He has a tailback who's dangerous with the ball in his hands coming out of the backfield in a flat route. Everybody keyed on McCaffrey and the speedy crosser coming across the field, and Dwelly was untouched. Dwelly just ran a straight line. Number six didn't even – I don't even know if six – is this the play? I'm going to get it for you. Shout out to my brother, Johnny Dell, Football Academy. He was on the show last night. He broke this down. He gave us the – it was – it was. they ran the stick route concept three times. I'm not going to show you all three. Here's the play. Look at that, right on the money. And he put the annotations in here. So I want I want you to see, like, this is from – Okay, my bad. It was Ayuk. Yeah, it was Ayuk. Uh, I want you to see. Now, on the previous plays – Ayuk was on the outside and the tight end was on the inside. And so every time Jimmy was trying to get to the, get the ball to the inside route, which is the tight end. But these two guys back here would take that route off because it was George Kittle. Oh my gosh. Like this is amazing. So Ayuk was always open. Ayuk ran his route on his man. So if you look at this route, you can see Ayuk about to break. It's a stick route concept, right? So this particular person, Taylor Rapp, I think that's who that is, is going to have to pick him up. And there's going to also be a linebacker on him. There are two people going to be on IU, which is going to leave Ross Dwelly. And let's watch and see what happens. Let's see if I can rewind it back. You guys getting a little film. Here it is. There it is. Let me bring it back a little bit again. He annotated it for me and everything. All right? Bam. There's the stick route. Bam. Look at Kendrick, Kendrick. You see Finn. them just jump? That's Kendrick. That's Kendricks. Yep. Kendricks. I thought it was what's his name to that side. Now it was Brandon Ayuk. Yeah, it was Ayuk, but I thought it was McCaffrey. And that right there just shows you like the game of chess that Kyle's playing. No one expects Dwelly to run that type of route. No one respects him. So by doing that stick route with Ayuk in the slot, everyone bit that. And look how wide open he is. So wide open, bro. And you got to, you got to, I give Jimmy the most credit on this, not because of the throw. I give him the most credit on the pump fake. Like he pumped. Remember, we be crap, we be like, yo, stop pumping and throw the damn ball. Look what his pump does. It makes him bite. Watch. Watch the pump. Pump, pump, bite, throw, wide open. If Jimmy is getting that good, if that's the Jimmy we're gonna have, bro. 
And I ju- it just seems like Christian McCaffrey was injected into this offense and 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 Jimmy just a light bulb clicked. I just feel like they're confident, they're comfortable, they're I don't know. I don't know what it is. I'm I'm super excited what's going forward and that's why today's title is trending up. Go ahead, bro. Hey Wayne, put up John's comment right here. Okay. At 11:44. Uh, Wayne and Tony, 11:44. Yeah. All right, now John's asking a great question, right? Wayne and Tony, did, did we see these adjustments because of the familiarity of with the Rams, or are we seeing the things evolve here? Finally, I think we, again, I think we are seeing the evolution of this offense with the final chess piece, right? So let's go back to what Kyle was doing before McCaffrey. It was Debo in that role. It was Debo. Now you don't have Debo in that role no more. You have a legit dual threat running back that's going to free up Debo. And I, I just feel with the addition, and, and I'm going to say something here that everyone's totally overlooking. With the addition of McCaffrey, Debo coming back healthy, Kittle, um, Ayuk, the emergence of Dwelly. We didn't see Warner at all in this game. It was Dwelly and Croft. That was it. And Kittle, of course. But we didn't. I didn't see Warner on the field. No. You have that type of chess piece that really stresses a defense now. Even more, in my opinion, than Debo. He really stresses this defense, opposing defenses. But I'm going to say something, and I'm going to give a little credit to somebody else. I'm going to give a little credit to Brian Greasy because I do see a difference in Jimmy in the pocket. Listen, I'm not saying Jimmy's perfect, but Jimmy, Jimmy's going to make those plays where, and he made two of them, those two throws that could have been dangerous for us. That's my that's my film breakdown for the week. <laughs> but you see a different Jimmy. Like, like you see a Jimmy, other than the two or three bonehead plays that he makes, you see a little bit more of a confident Jimmy in the pocket. You see a little bit more with, with, with throwing to other areas of the field. Now, can it be 100% on Greasy, we don't know, but I think I see a better Jimmy with Greasy than Scangrello, in my opinion. And that's why I think this was probably one of the better hires this offseason by Kyle, because he has a guy who played in this system and had his most successful year in this system in his career that's seen on the field as a player that can translate to Jimmy. So, again, I'm not trying to be like, you know, Oh, Kyle's this, Kyle's that. I do like the addition, plus all the tools and the weapons that we have now. I like it, and I think there's a lot of positive about it. But, guys, I'm going to tell you now, they beat the Rams. They beat the Rams pretty good. They bounced back. They got punched in the face in the first half a little bit, and they they retaliated. They recovered, and they came back and won the game. But you still have to expect Jimmy to make those plays, those stupid plays. What, what is he doing? What is he doing? Now I think Kyle has the weapons in place with the addition of McCaffrey to get him out of situations like that. But again, it all falls on the shoulders of Jimmy. Very well said, bro. Very well said. I'm going to get to one. We got we got about 15 minutes left on the episode. I want to give away this hologram George Kittle card, ladies and gentlemen. So we got almost 100 people in here. So we're going to go with 100 people. 
All right. So one through 100, put your numbers in there and I'm going to do a randomize. And if you happen to guess the number or whatever like that, whoever gets it first. So Tony's going to help me is one through 100. Look, as soon as I said 100, 100 people join. All right. One through 100. Uh, uh, we're going to do that now, Tony, while they're getting those numbers in there, um, they're going to have about 60 seconds. So I'm putting my timer on right now. Uh, I want to go through the power rankings, Tony. So I'm going to put these up on the bottom of the screen. Uh, and here are all the power rankings. Shout out to 49erswebzone.com. Uh, uh, my man David put a whole article out there. Make sure you guys go ahead and check that out. I know it's scrolling fast. I can't control the scroll speed. But you can see the 49ers are, are moving on up. They're trending up in the world of, of the power rankings. And I want to know your thoughts. I didn't do my average because uh, there's some that are higher, some that are lower. Um, but you can see, like, how much do you pay attention to this, uh, and what does this what does this mean for the 49ers? I, I don't pay attention to. I mean, it's something I look at, but it's it's not something that I, I dwell on. Like, for example, like we lost. What was the game where we were seriously injured and had absolutely nobody on the field, and we kind of expect like you know this could be a game where we could lose, but we I think maybe it was the Atlanta game, um, and. We all, you know, we thought we could win it, but due to the injuries, we could lose. Mm-hmm. But and that knocked us down pretty far. But then we faced the, we played uh, the Rams right after that, I believe, or no, Kansas City. I forgot. Kansas City. We lost that game. That knocked us out of the top ten. And then look at the week we have this week, right? Um, still injured. We bounced back. I know everyone's gonna say, "Well, the 49ers have the Rams number." I understand that, but the performance that was on display you see why the 49ers are probably one of the toughest teams to beat in the NFC. Um, But I don't put much stock into it. I check it out every now and then, but listen, if you ask me to show you a team that's ready to beat, to compete in the playoffs, that's built for the playoffs, it's the 49ers. It's not the Vikings. It's not the Philadelphia Eagles. It's not. So, I mean, I'm not saying Philly's not good. Philly is good. They're having a great year. They're undefeated. That offense is humming right now. They made a nice addition to the defense with Robert Quinn. But you got to prove that you can win in, in, in the cold weather. You got to be able to ground and pound, stop on defense, special teams. And I think the Niners, are, that's the way the Niners are built. I got, like, I. I, I, I'm with you because it is subjective a little bit, right? Because you got to feel like they, there's a bunch of context. They're saying, hey, you know, if the 49ers can remain healthy, they're going to end up being number like, you know, number one or number th- like. So I, I totally get this and where you're coming from with this particular situation. I, I do like that. But, hey, I like seeing the 49ers move up to a number four or a number five or a number six or a number seven when it just looks like the 49ers look like they look like a weak team out there they look pretty weak you know what i mean sometimes but you can see that the offense is getting stronger so the offense is trending up uh the offense is going up the defense didn't take a huge step back i mean they had a step back but it looked like after playing the rams that the defense is going to be trending up all right so you look at yourself and say who are we getting back on defense we have the possibility of getting back eric armstead you have the possibility of getting back javon kinlaw and then in the secondary they just have to figure it out right 
heck is Jimmy Ward going to go back to playing free safety? Is the Amador Lenore going to be able to play in the slot? Remember, he started off the season in the slot. We get the injury to Emmanuel mostly. He goes out there to cover. So I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen with this defense. I do believe that it's going to pan out. The defense is currently ranked like in total yards, number four. They're number one, though, in yards per game as far as what they allow. They're number one in scoring. They don't let teams score. They had an anomaly game against Kansas City. I said it yesterday on the show, bro, where Kansas City put up 40-plus. That's the only team. Like, that boop. And they're still number one. Like, it's crazy how it all pans out. You know what I'm saying? What's going on, KP? So what we're going to do to give away real quick, make sure your numbers are from one. Should be from one through 100. All right, I'm going to do the random number. I'm going to hit it right now. And the number is 43. Tony, is there a 43? Uh, I don't know if you can scroll through the chat, but I'll, I'll go ahead and try to scroll. I'm going to go all the way back to the top. We're going to look for a number 43. All right, 43. Don't put it in now. If there was no 43, nobody wins. It's 100 people in here. I see 23. I see 89, 83, 16, 13, 23, 60, 80. 50, 20. There is a 43. There is one. I see it. Jerome Davis, 43. Yep. Let's go. Congratulations, playboy. <laughs> Jerome in the house. Watch your mouth. Hey, Jerome, listen, if you're not following me on Twitter, follow me on Twitter or Instagram, Wayne Breezy 2. Send me a DM. I'll respond to you. We'll link up. I'll get your info. I'll send you out this. Boom. And since I'm in the spirit of giving away, I'm going to do this custom 49ers flag. It's still shrink wrap, so I can't take it out and show you what it is. But I guarantee you these are custom made. I get them all custom made by my guy. Um, and so if you want to know who made my nitty gritty flag, it's the same person. So you can tell the quality is good. I'm going to be giving this away. We got 105 people in here now, Tony. And uh, we have one more thing we could talk about while they're doing that. All right, guys, numbers one through 105. Enter those in the chat. All right, one through 105. And yes, you can win again. You absolutely can win again because the price is right, if the price is right. All right, Tony, <laughs> um, look, the 49ers, in my opinion, are trending up. They're trending up in the rankings. They're trending up. They won a game. They're trending up just the way they're playing. They're playing more cohesive. Uh, and you saw it in this one game. And I don't do I guess the question is, do you think it's a fluke or is this something that we can expect week in and week out for the remaining weeks of the NFL season? The 49ers, will they continue to trend up in your opinion? I want to say yes, but I'm not going to say it with 100 percent confidence. I want to see them come out this bye week and see how they perform versus the Chargers. I think it's a great matchup for them. I think the Chargers are a great team. I just think their weaknesses are their 49ers' strength as far as offense versus their defense. They struggle a little bit versus the run. <clears throat> They're without Bosa. They still have Mack as a pass rusher. And I think the 49ers can establish a very good ground game versus the Chargers. And then once that happens, everything just falls into place for this offense. But I want to see them come out versus the Chargers and have a similar performance as they did versus the Rams. If they could do that, then it's it's like, you know, where this team's hitting this stride and they're getting healthy at the right time. And this is what you want, right? Again, I'm going to repeat it again. No Debo, no, no Mitchell, no Kinlaw, no Armstead, even though I'm kind of like not expecting much from Kinlaw, whatever he contributes going forward is a bonus to me. Um, we don't know the, where Verrett is in his recovery. He is on the active 53, but he was down this week. 
And I think that's probably tied to the turf. When he comes home and plays on the grass, you might see him. Now, if they can all come back healthy and Verrett could play solid corner for us, I think this team could be that team. They just have to come back, get get stay healthy, and and just go forward and do what they do best. Don't be something that you're not. And you saw Kyle in this game try to run, 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 but he flipped the script a little bit in a couple instances in the game where he went pass first, then run. So he's keeping those off defenses off balance. But again, health is key. Players come back healthy. Everyone can contribute. I think this team is built to make a nice little run. I'm not guaranteeing yeah. the Super Bowl, but I think they can make some noise. So let me ask you this. If the 49ers go 9-0, and can you guarantee me a Super Bowl? If they go what? I'm sorry. I just coughed. You heard what I said. If they no. win all no. nine games. <laughs> they go 9-0? and Yeah. You guarantee me a Super Bowl? They got to they gotta beat. It's going to come. I think they're going to face either Kansas City or Buffalo. Okay. And – they go nine and zero. Yeah, we're saying Super Bowl. Okay, because that means that means everything's clicking. Everything. That's like, my point. That's they're my healthy. Point. McCaffrey's playing to what Kyle wants him to do. He's keeping offenses uh, defenses off balance. He's keeping his offense balanced and not one dimensional. So it, it's like the perfect situation almost. But we, we got to see it. All right, so um, we're gonna do this giveaway. All right. And then the Q&A, guys. So if you guys have questions, this is the time you get your question. Put it in the chat while I'm setting up this giveaway. Um, Tony can let me know when to star or whatever or whatnot. Uh, and we'll, we'll answer about the we'll answer the first five questions. All right. The first five questions. I already got one there. So I need give me full mo. If you got a question for Tony or myself and we'll go ahead and answer that. All right, Tony, here we go. We're going to do this giveaway. It was from uh, the numbers went up one. But I got it. You know what? They went up. So, but I got, I said one to 105. So that's what I got to leave it at. And here we go. The number is 105. Did anybody put 105? Let's see. Does anyone put 105? Hmm. I don't think so. 89. All right. I tell you what, Mm. we'll do it again. I don't think there's a 105. I I don't see a 105. We're going to do it again. All right. And now I'm going to up the thing to 112. If you already entered a number, leave it at that number. There should be 111, 111 numbers in here. That's the whole purpose. The 111. I'm not picking the closest. We do it one more time. I see you, E-Nice. We're going to do it one more time. All right? I got 112 people watching the show. All right? 112 people watching the show. I'm going to give you 30 seconds. One. Two, 30. I'm going to click this joint. And once I click it, if the number is there, you get the prize. If it's not there, we're going to end the show on some Q&A. All right? That's how we're going to do it. Tony, you cool with that? Yeah. I'm just trying to watch for you. I'm looking at the numbers. The number is 69. Everybody should know what 69 is. That is the number. 69. All right? 69 is the number. Tony, find me at 69 in this chat, and we're done. There's still going to be numbers coming in. There's an eight-second delay. Looking, 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 looking. I don't see a 67. Miss Debbie says 68. Yeah, I see 68. Miss Debbie. All right. So, oh, I got it. I got it. I got. Wait a minute. Yep, I got it. Team Cali, 69. Yeah. 
first person with it, too. I could dig it. Team Cali, 69. Again, guys, if you won a prize, this is how you're going to be able to claim it. I got to make sure you are, you are who you are. You can reach out to me three ways. If you're on Facebook, send me a message at Wayne Breezy. If you're on Twitter, send me a DM. Make sure you're following Wayne Breezy. And if you're on Instagram, make sure you send me a DM on Instagram, Wayne Breezy 2 or you know what? I'll add the, the new one just in case you're on that one as well. And that's the Wayne Breezy. I have control over both accounts. So you have your options. All right. You got to DM me. That's the only way I'm going to know you are who you say you are. All right. Make sure you guys got to DM me. Tony, we're going to end this poll that we started at the very beginning of the show. I'm going to ask you the question because I know you didn't get the question. So I'm going to get your answer. Which player do the 49ers need back the most? Coming out of the bye week, is it Eric Armstead? Is it Debo Samuel? Is it Jason Verrett? Or is it Elijah Mitchell? We had 115 votes. What, what would be your answer? <laughs> That's tough, man. Woo! Oh, man. Uh, damn. Um, well, now that we traded Jeff Wilson, I think you have to lean Mitchell. I think you have to lean Mitchell, but I, I, I think Debo. Oof. Really? I I I'm 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 shocked that the percentages like Jason Verrett came in third. I would have picked Verrett. I feel like you sew in your back end. And yeah, but the thing that scares me with Verrett is you don't know where he's at. I, I know, but you got to take that risk. They all coming off an of injury, bro. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Well, yeah, no, no, no. I understand. You're right. Everyone is coming off an injury. But I could deal with tightness in a hamstring. But the uncertainty of that knee is oh, – and God forbid you leave somebody inactive and he has an issue in that game. Now you're short a corner. I don't know, man. I just want to see this once. I got to be honest with you. I want to see Debo and I want to see McCaffrey oh, in the backfield at the same time. That's all I want to see once. I, I want to see it too, bro. I, I do. I think Coach Cruz called it a full house. I don't care what you call it. Full house, pony, whatever. I just want to see it just one time. That should be called the full house now that I think about it. All right, Team <coughs> Cali said, uh, shout out to Team Cali. He said he's going to donate the flag to Tony Montana. So, Tony Montana, make sure you hit me up. One of those ways, bro. It's the only way you're going to be able to get it. Shout out to Team Cali out there. We appreciate you, man. What's going on, D? Hey, D, hit me up, man. Maybe I could get you on the show tomorrow. All right. Tomorrow's going to be throwback Thursday, so we're going to be throwing some things back. Uh, we're going to be kicking it back, taking a trip down memory lane uh, and things like that. So, Dion, if you want to rock with me out, rock out with me, bro, hit me up, man. Shoot me a message. All right. Let's go ahead and get to a couple of questions that I saw for Q&A. Um, and I got two questions in here so far. Tony, I don't know if you've seen the others, but this is what I got. One was from Jerome Davis, who was our winner. He says, does it look like Jimmy is playing like he found new slack in his leash? Now, I always said that I feel like Kyle has a tight leash around these quarterbacks. He always has. And I felt like even with Jimmy, he was nervous and he would not let up from the leash. What are your thoughts on this? Does Jimmy look like he has some slack in that leash now after playing as well? I do. I do. <clears throat> but I also think it's tied to something. I think it's tied to the addition of McCaffrey. 
All right. You didn't see Kyle run this type of offense without McCaffrey here. And you've seen him like, you know, hold back Jimmy more without McCaffrey. Now all of a sudden they trade for McCaffrey. Jimmy's throwing it more. And it looks more it looks more organized, if you will, or more structured because of the when you run this kid out of the backfield, the defense is like, whoa, like holy crap. Like you thought it was bad with Debo. Like this kid takes it to the next level. McCaffrey mm. coming out of the backfield. So because it's just he's that dangerous of a player. And like I said, this is the perfect fit. Better than Barkley, better than any running back in this league. McCaffrey's the perfect fit for this offense and what he wants to do and the type of quarterback Kyle has, right? He knows, like, if his first two reads aren't there, Jimmy might go into a panic and just hold the ball and get sacked. But, no, he knows McCaffrey's there, and all it is is a three-yard throw, and he just lets him let McCaffrey do what he does back. Even if he picks up on a three-yard, he picks up an additional two yards, you're second and five. It's better than being second and 10 or second and 12. So Kyle was smart by bringing him in and giving that check down security blanket for Jimmy. And I think Jimmy knows that. And I think he feels a little bit more confident now. And not to mention, minus McGlinchey's blunders, I think the offensive line gave Jimmy a decent amount of time versus the Rams. Minus the, the one communication thing with between Brendel and Burford with the snap. Mm-hmm. Uh, Burford snapped it. I mean, Brendel snapped it and Burford was still looking at Jimmy and Donald ran right by him. That's a that's a mental break. That's a mental error of miscommunication. But, you know, we're going to see. We're going to see. And I do think Kyle's slowly but surely letting Jimmy go a little bit. Okay. But, hey, credit to Kyle because Jimmy did call Kyle out by saying, I only call what's – I only run the plays that are called. He did say that. He did say that, and I felt like he was in the doghouse a little bit. <laughs> like, but it seemed like Kyle was always protecting his quarterback, and that's a good thing because Kyle never really blames Jimmy for anything wrong. Kyle kind of takes it on the chin, like that that interception in the end zone uh, in the Kansas City Chiefs game. Oh, you know, we have two options on the. He didn't even say Jimmy had. We have. I, I there's two options on the play. Uh, and unfortunately, we didn't go. We went with the option that we felt was most successful, opposed to seeing this angle Texas route by Jeff Wilson Jr., who was wide open in the end zone. But they also had a zero blitz going. So whatever. But Kyle definitely up for his guys. Avtar says, question, how many more games on turf remaining? Uh Oh, we got to do some research. All right. So I don't know if you know off the top of your head, but the, the good thing is the 49ers got a lot of home games. So 49ers schedule. Tony, you tell me if these places have turf. They're at home against the Chargers, so that's not – I don't that's know if – I don't know if Mexico City is turf. Grass. That's it's grass. grass. They're at home against the Saints. That's grass. They're at home against the Dolphins. That's grass. They're at home against the Buccaneers. That's grass. I'm going with Seattle as turf. That's the road that's field turf. That's field turf, right? Then they're at home against the Commanders. That's grass. I'm going with the Raiders. That's field turf. And then I believe the Cardinals is grass at home as well. Yes. I could be wrong. No, you're right. That, and that stadium, the grass rolled, the field rolls out. It actually rolls out of the stadium. And I, honestly, Breezy, I don't know. I think Los Angeles, uh, uh, Los Angeles, Las Vegas does the same thing. Okay. I'm not 100%. So we're at two to three. That's where we are. It's a range. We There's one we were quite, I've never even. 
I just don't know about the Vegas stadium. Haven't been in it yet. Haven't really paid any much attention to the Vegas Raiders, uh, Las Vegas Raiders. So we'll find out for you. Uh, but right now it's two to three. All right. Ronnie Montoya says with 5 million in cap, we have what position would you add depth to? With five million dollars in cap. Ooh. I know. Listen, I, know, I, know everyone's lurking. I know everyone's lurking for OBJ. I don't nah, think we need to go that too, bro. I would definitely add another piece pending what what they see in Armstead and Kinlaw. I would definitely add that second piece inside the defensive tackle. Um, I think the kid that we were all high on, McGill, that they um, picked up off waivers from Minnesota, or yeah, off waivers from Minnesota. Um, he took Spence's spot. Spence is now off the active 53. I don't know if they plan on bringing him back to the practice squad. Correct. But obviously they saw something they like in this kid. It's about time to heal, right? Yep. Yeah, I agree. Tony Scott Hill says, how bad do we need Armstead? And so that was one of the guys inside of the thing. So how bad do we need Armstead? The 49ers defense, their rush defense, Tony is ranked fourth. I think he brings a nice piece, especially on those third and long situations. When they do those stunts inside, Armstead is a son of a B to, to, to pick up on that to pick up on that stunt because he's so damn big and long. Like he's he's tough. But yeah, again, I want to see I want to see this team in health, back to health. And I'm surprised you didn't have Dre Greenlaw on that list, did you? I didn't. You know what? Because I just feel like he'll be back. And I didn't have Al Shire on there either. Shame on me. Shame on me. Shame on me. All right. Uh, we got one more question left. Uh, Trey Thorough, will CMC get 22 now? Listen, I, I <laughs> the minute they trade Jeff Wilson, I was like, yo, is he going to grab 23 or is he going to stay with that 20? 20, 20, is he going to stay with uh, 23 or go for 22? I think he stays with 23. I think he does because now everyone's saying because the jump man with the Jordan, maybe they'll give him a contract. Who knows, man? Because the way he jumped up and caught that ball in the end zone, are you crazy? It's the computer. <laughs> the way you reacted, it was so funny. I knew it was coming. I could hear the ball get louder. Yeah, it's like, playing oh. basketball over here. Yep. It's What's all up, good. Bro? You got to practice. Practice makes perfect. Yeah. Practice but, yeah, perfect. I mean, it is what it is. If he stays with it. You know, good for him. If he goes back to 22, it is what it is. All right. So just we were we were uh, told that the Raiders play on grass. So two games left on turf, Tony. Two. Oh, man. 49 is going to be in a bag, bro. In a bag. In their bag. Guys, That that's it for the show. Now, listen, you can get this show, all right, if you want to listen to it in your cars, What's good, nephew? If you want to listen to it in your cars, it's going to be available on all just about Apple Podcasts, Spotify Podcasts, uh, iHeartRadio. I got Stitcher. It's on a few of those joints. Or you can go to anchor.fm, check it out. It'll be on Apple Podcasts hopefully soon. I'm going to upload it right after the end of the show. All right. Tony, thank you for jumping on with me, man. I truly appreciate it. I never know when you're home chilling, but whenever you're home chilling, you have a spot on this show. All right, everybody out there, I appreciate it. Guys, it looks like we're at 947, so let's get this to 1K. Can we get to 1K by today? I'm tired of asking people to get to 1K, and I want to give away 
tag on mini helmet by Talanoa Hufunga. It will be mailed directly to you. I already have it shipped, packed, and ready to go. Not shipped, but packed up and ready to go. All right. So, uh, Tony, any final thoughts before we jump out of here? No, nah, man, I'm just excited. It sucks that we're in a bye week because I wanted to keep the momentum. But listen, the bye week's going to help this team. They're going to get healthy. They're going to work on more packages with um, McCaffrey to get him more involved in more ways, which is going to be crazy because I thought the plan of attack last week was pretty damn impressive. But, you know, I, I see Kyle evol evolving too. You know, everyone says they want to see Kyle do something different, make changes. I saw a change last week in Kyle, become more aggressive. Going downfield a little bit more, you know, the knock wasn't the scheme. The scheme, oh, someone's always running open on the scheme. But now with all these chess pieces, it's going to be even more. And it's, it might be easier for Jimmy to make those throws now because of, of all the talent. Game of chess. I love it. And we talk about Kyle being that chess player. He's got to go out there and Bobby Fisher, the remaining of this season, and just be that guy. I just want to give a shout out to Purple Podcast, our Purple Pocket Podcast. It looks like this is your first time here on the stream. I haven't seen this name before. Please hit that subscribe button, and I'll go ahead and do the same. And, and when we meet in the playoffs, let's cross over pod together. All right, I would love to do that. Purple Pocket Podcast. Uh, look, speaking of Vikings, they set the trade off yesterday. They set it off. And they went and got them a tight end. DJ Hawkinson, that's a good move, right? That's a great move for the Vikings, right? I, I definitely think so. That's a great piece. It's a great security blanket for, for Kirk Cousins. I think he's going to offer more than what Herb Smith gave them. Um, he, is a, yep. he is a good tight end. And, I, and I'm not saying that just to say it. He's a good tight end, and you have a legit another weapon to your offense. That's what I like to hear. Another correction. We have one game on, and that is what was the game that I said was turf then? It was just Seattle. Seattle. But then I said the Raiders. The Raiders is grass. Right. So he's right. We only have one more game on turf. Uh oh. Jason Verrett will be playing just about every game starting Sunday, November 13th, November 13th, Sunday night football. I can feel it. Thank you, T Jack, uh, 478. Guys, that's it for the show. The 49ers are trending up. Get your seatbelts ready, get your popcorn ready because we're moving on up in the right direction. It started with the coach, you saw the improvement in your quarterback. And thank goodness, thank goodness, you got a man named CMC, he's been nothing. But a godsend. I see you guys tomorrow, same time, same place. We're gonna throw back. We're gonna talk about some of our greatest 49er moments. I'm gonna open up the uh the, the streamlines and have you on here to talk. It won't just be me. You guys will be talking about some of your greatest greatest 49ers moments throughout this bye week. So be prepared to be on the show. Make sure you look good, sound good, and we're gonna have a great time. Love y'all. Stay up, stay faithful. Uh-oh. What, what you got him saying? Go Niners! Go Niners! And keep it nitty-gritty, baby. Be out. <laughs>